So she's a self-proclaimed dance floor shaker, a music junkie, and even part of the dynamic DJing duo that is SOSLOL. I promise if you've ever had to do with the music and media industry, you would have heard her name or seen her face, probably downing a tequila. On the line is the biggest badass with the softest heart, Catherine Grenfell. Oh, thank you so much. What a beautiful intro. No, it's not so. Thank you for taking the time to chat with us today. It's a pleasure. Okay, so getting back to the start, you've spent the majority of your very diverse career in radio. How did you get into the industry? So I was extremely lucky. Um, I'd actually studied lighting and sound um, and was working in theatre productions and live music events. And a friend of mine was working for the breakfast show host at 5FM at that stage, Mark Gilman. And she was leaving and she suggested to me, send me your CV and I'll pass it on. And I had an interview with Mark and he hired me straight away. Um, And it was really like overwhelming and surprising because I'd never worked in radio but I'd done a lot of production work and so I just used those skills to start producing the radio show and at that stage 5FM was still very male dominated and the the audience the listenership was very male dominated and they were trying to get more of a female feel into things and so they asked me uh, to be on air and I didn't go in with any like illusions of grandeur, I suppose, uh, or wanting to be famous. I just wanted to have a conversation and I spoke about a lot of stuff that, um, well, most of the time um, I spoke about stuff that was very real to me and that had happened to me. So I connected with a very large female audience in terms of being a single mom um, or being a parent as well as still going out and having a jaw and not just being like this old fuddy-duddy mother Um, and so that's how it basically started and I worked with Mark for a long time and then Fresh came on was coming on board and asked me to produce his show and I was like hell yeah um, to work with DJ Fresh yes and started doing that and then at the same time I was very involved in South African music and helping artists and so they'd started this live show on 5FM and they'd asked me to produce it and then eventually they were like no we're going to make it like into a full live show where we've got a live studio audience and a band would you like to host it and that was like absolutely magical and such a massive massive part of my radio career because I was then known you know in the music industry as someone that really loved music and wanted to promote amazing artists and really put them out there so that was an extremely special time in my career so I was very very lucky in my radio career I just basically landed with my ass in the butter basically (laughs) that's amazing yeah um so when did you have that moment where with all that you've mentioned now um where you were like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life I think it was like almost like immediately when I started working on air, like I came to work the first day in radio, I'd, and as I said, I had no idea. I didn't even know how radio worked. Yeah. And as I started working, I mean, the, there's an adrenaline rush that happens when you are doing a live show that's so magical and so incredible. Yeah. 
and I was constantly meeting new people. Um, we were doing interviews with incredible people. We were really like talking about things that sometimes changed people's lives, um, made them laugh. And that emotion that you brought out in your audience was, I don't, I don't know if I've ever had anything that compares to that. And that for me was absolutely key. So like working on different shows and working with different people, it, it still gave me that sense of um, magical radioness, if yeah. I can put it like that, that, that really you connected with an audience. It was just something that I can't actually describe. And for me, so I knew like basically within the first week that this is what I wanted to do and this is where I wanted to be. Yeah, that's amazing when you when you yeah. get to connect with people like that and uh, you realize very soon that this is what you want to do. It's great when Absolutely. that happens. Yeah. So this might be a tough question then because yes. obviously you've accomplished so much and you've had such an amazing career, but what has been some of the highlights or your favorite moments throughout your career? Um, I think, you know, there was... There's certain things on air um, during like big shows that I worked on uh, that really stood out. There was a little boy, Matlatsi, who his dream, he was, he was dying from cancer and HIV and he had a lot of, a lot of sickness and he, his dream was to read the news. And I remember this little kid coming in and this smile that honestly lit up the entire room. And he came in and he read the news. And I mean, if anyone knows what it's like to be on radio or to read the news or perhaps even to do an unprepared speech in class, it's that feeling of nervousness that you perhaps don't know all the words or you don't know what's coming up. And he took it in his stride and he did this news bulletin that, I mean, I still to this day, every single time I think about him, makes me want to cry. And how it turned people's lives around in that moment. The messages that we got from the audience, like I remember specifically one guy messaging us and saying that he was driving on his way to work and he was going in knowing he was going to be retrenched. And he listened to this little boy and he realized nothing matters in this moment that life is so incredible and precious and and it was just in a like i was there like throughout his journey and because we stayed friends i was friends with his granny and i helped him with a lot of stuff and i went to the hospital when he was was really not well and was there through him passing away and it was such a beautiful journey to be a part of and just knowing that you changed his life in that moment but in changing his life and making his dream come true you changed so many people's lives that were actually listening that day to that little boy um so that was super magical i've actually got such goosebumps thinking about it i think i might start crying it it really it's um incredible thing that happened with that little boy and then i think with my live five show just certain artists performing um like someone like Double HP that had this massive band in studio and it just blew us away. Getting international acts like Stained came oh, wow. in and performed live on this 
little show that I had started and it magically changed so many bands' lives. And mm. I remember sitting, watching Stained, and I was like tears running down my face. And I was just like, I cannot believe that this is actually happening to me. Oh, wow. So it was, it was things like that. Um, but often even just like up-and-coming acts that just came to perform one or two tracks that then blew up into this massive artist that I could look back on and go, I was there from the beginning. I was, I could, I've seen this entire person's yeah. career unfold before me. And, and those are the sort of things that, that will always stand, stand by me. So there's lots of emotion, I think, involved in the entire process. A lot of happiness and changing people's lives and, and making a difference. A lot of magical moments, even the, mm. the smaller ones. It's not necessarily yes. always like the big things. Absolutely. Um, so you've obviously been very involved in the music and radio industry, as we've mentioned before, um, and it is considered to be more relaxed and a more accepting community, but have you ever experienced that you needed to work harder because you're a woman? So not, I don't know if I've ever experienced it because I've always just worked hard. Yeah. So when I studied, I was in, I studied lighting and sound and I remember working on U2, they came to South Africa and I was part of the crew that was helping with the sound and I remember this American oh, wow. crew bus arriving and saying, I've never seen girls on a sound crew, so yeah, we'll have to see how this goes and there was like so much attitude and I oh, think from that moment, because I mean, you're also you're lugging big speakers and, 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 and there is that preconceived idea that that guys are going to do it easy, easily and girls are going to battle, which is understandable. Yeah. We are smaller and not as physically well-built and strong. But from that moment, I sort of was like, always, I am going to prove without a shadow of a doubt that a female can do the job. So I've never, in a sense, had to sort of go out of my way to prove it. I just do it from the beginning. So if someone has a preconceived idea about a female... That, that I'm just going to make them change their mind, in a yeah. sense, without even having to say anything just through my work ethic. So for me, it's been a really massive thing, and I've also made conscious decisions of not, let's say, for instance, posing in magazines with bikinis, and I have no issue with that at all. Mm. Um, just for me, it wasn't, it wasn't a thing. I was a mom, and, and like I admire women, that can do it. I was just like, it's not for me. So I've always been very like, um, I just know who I am and I've always stood up for what I believe in and and I've, I've sort of never had really in my face massive like female stuff other than when I was studying, as I said, mm. but it was very male dominated. So maybe subconsciously I was always like, well, I'm going to prove that I can do this job to the best of my ability. And for me, it was always producing the best radio show and giving the best content without any outside sort of influences. But I do know for a fact that, yes, especially when I started, it was very, very male-dominated. And mm. it's been beautiful as well to see the change in radio and and way more females and in high-powered positions coming through. Yeah. Okay, so going on that, like you mentioned earlier as well, 
while you were on radio to kind of show um, that you're not the boring kind of mom. Um, and yeah. society has come a very long way, but there are still people who have very specific definitions of the role that women need to play, especially when it comes to motherhood. Um, so as a single working mother, have you experienced ever experienced like that kind of judgment or where um, people kind of share their opinions in quotation marks about how you should be handling that? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I'm very out there in terms of I still go to music festivals, I still DJ, so I'm still like partying, I've got tattoos, and I think throughout my career I've had a lot of judgment, and it's not necessarily like in the industry, because the industry just accepts you for who you are, so yeah. in a sense, I've been this person, I think a lot of people know that I have kids, but sometimes I'm just this persona that parties and goes and watches local music, and I've got tattoos, but I definitely in like a school scenario where people would, parents would perhaps know who I was and they would look at you in the sense that you should be at home looking after your children um, instead of out partying or whatever the case is and the tattoo thing has always been quite big yeah. um, with very conservative parents. But even in that sense, it's been amazing to see that once people get to know me, how their perceptions change. And mm. I remember specifically there was one mom that was very religious, and she spoke to me once about my tattoos and was very condescending. And and I just told her straight up that it's like my stories and it's like it's a very personal thing. And after a while, she got to know me because we would sit at hockey matches and all of this and she actually apologized. She apologized for judging oh, wow. me and she apologized for for having this preconceived idea. And and I think that a, people definitely do judge. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite sad, actually. But also, once they get to know my kids, they realize that this mom has actually done an amazing job. So, yes, she goes out and she parties. And maybe there's a bit of jealousy, I suppose, in the sense that I have this life where... I still do fun and amazing things. And I think that a lot of parents think that once they become parents, they've just got to be stay at home and not really do a lot of fun things. So I think um, I've definitely been judged. I know that. And, and, and people love voicing their opinions about yeah. how you should be raising your kids. But I know, and I'm so proud of my kids about who they are and the fact that they come with me to music festivals and I've been able to share this incredible lifestyle with them. So I always think to myself, well, you can judge away. I know who I am and I know what I stand for. And that's really the biggest thing that matters. That's beautiful. Especially like if you can teach that to your kids as well, like <clears throat> carry that, Absolutely. that, you know, I'm proud of who I am. You should be proud of who you are. And that's beautiful. Definitely, I'm, yeah. Might be tearing up a bit. Um, <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> we're chatting to you in honor of Women's Month and inspiring women because we feel that you are one of those women. Thank um, you. So it's only a pleasure. Such um, an honor, honestly, really. <laughs> like we've mentioned earlier, you had a whole show kind of ded dedicated to it as well on Five where you've very, always been very vocal about your support of local music. 
So in honor of Women's Month, which woman in the industry right now are you super excited about and who we should be looking out for? Sure. That's such a hard question because there's just so many incredible women. Um, Very true. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name a few because they, they, there's a lot of women that, that are extremely important in the industry for different things. Mm. So um, Gigi Lemayne, who's a hip-hop artist, who's been very vocal about um, depression and what she goes through and and she's putting out incredible music. She just recently brought out an EP and she's really collaborated with amazing people on that EP. But I love the fact that how honest she has been um, in her journey. And I think it is so, so important as women, well, as human beings in general, is to be honest. I think that we have so many issues in society, in our country, by not being vocal about what we are going through. So yeah. I love that about her, and I think that she really is putting out some fantastic music. And 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 we all know that the hip hop industry is very male dominated. So Definitely. for her to to be pushing through that is incredible. Another artist that is very very close to my heart, who I I love her from inside out, top to bottom, in terms of the way that she conducts herself and that she is who she is and she could not give a damn what any other human being thinks about her is Moonchild. She, yeah, she, she dresses how she wants to dress. She makes clothes. She makes magnificent music. She is making waves. I mean, she's done stuff with Beyonce, for goodness sake. I mean, yeah. She's traveling overseas. She goes on her own. She And she really does. She is, like, honestly true to herself. And she supports women. And she, like, says, I mean, she brought out a little while ago, she was talking about F-boys and how, and how many tracks she wrote about her own experiences and how she's been super vocal about it. And that she's involved in doing live music events at a strip club. And... She's just so, like, she makes me so proud to be a woman because, I mean, mm. sometimes I can be, um, I mean, I know who I am and stuff, but sometimes I like, I'm quite conservative in the sense that I don't have to put my entire human self out there. And she does, and she makes me so proud of, of just being so open and honest and just truly believing in yourself. So I absolutely love that. And then... Another person is, um, I think, Shakina. She recently did a Women's Day festival on Women's Day. Yeah. And I love the fact that she she had all these incredible women putting out amazing performances. And, and this full women's festival was magnificent. And then someone like Shorma Josie. Like, I love how she's brought in elements of her culture. And she... It's just so magnificently, she's like a magical unicorn, you know, like the way that she dresses and the way that she performs and how, like people are taking notice. I mean, she did that Colors performance. If you haven't seen it, you must go and watch it. This Colors performance, this track and Missy Elliott retweeted it. I mean, I think that is just so amazing. Yeah. And I, I just, I firmly believe that 
we need to be looking at women that are supporting other women. And I absolutely hate the fact that I constantly see women dragging other women down, especially yeah. performers. And it upsets me because women already have it hard. We do have it hard. And we are like juggling a million things and and trying to do the best that we possibly can in a very male-dominated world. And yes, things are changing. Don't get me wrong. And and females are being way more recognized and we're getting on par with like money, etc. But but the battle isn't over. So for me, women dragging other women down is just it it is one of my worst hates in the entire world. So any any performer, any female, any woman that is like open and honest and is like supporting other women is fantastic mm. um and and that i truly love yeah we definitely need to support each other because like you said the mm. struggles are still very real and those women are absolutely killing it at the moment yes just being unapologetically themselves absolutely um, so like we've mentioned with all the struggles we are still as women amazing beings so what is your favorite part of being a woman um, I think being a woman is, is an incredible thing in the fact that you have this undeniable strength because we as women have had to fight a lot harder than men do. It mm. is, it is a reality. Um, and we do it. We take it on. We, we are juggling sometimes careers motherhood and and don't get me wrong i know that there, that there are males that do this as well um but we there's there's an undeniable strength that comes from within a woman that we overcome hardships and we give it our all and that to me is truly one of the most incredible things about women and and the strength is there within every single one of us sometimes we find it later sometimes we have to go through hardships to find it sometimes we have it straight from the beginning but deep down inside there is this undeniable strength that that boils inside of us that creates this just this power that we hold and and it definitely is within every single one of it so the the biggest thing that i can say is to every single woman is to harness that power and give it your all and make sure that you are not an you are unapologetic in who you are and what you stand for and what you fight for and what you do in your entire existence wow i'm i'm kind of speechless <laughs> Because if, if anybody is going to listen to this interview and not be super inspired, then I will be shocked. Like oh, I, That was absolutely one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. And I'm d definitely going to take it with me. Um, Thank you. So you've obviously mentioned um, Moonchild and Shoma Josie, and we're chatting to you. So those are some of the women that inspire you and us. But which woman within the music industry, outside of it, you know, who inspires you? Um, you know, I think I've got to think about this for a second because there are so many. Um, I think there's people like, like Bonang um, 
and it's not necessarily like the entire persona mm-hmm. necessarily, but just women that that are doing so much. Um, so someone like Bonang, um, someone like Nina Hasey, mm-hmm. um, I think she's absolutely incredible. She she inspires me a lot, actually. Um, Bonang in terms of business and professionalism and and just she's she really is incredible in what she does. Um, but someone like Nina Hesse blows me away in terms of and and I mean I've spoken about this now in the interview is about being honest. Yeah. And I love the fact that she she does she talks about her drug addiction and where she was rock bottom. And I watch her all the time in terms of her comedy, in terms of her presenting, and how she has built herself up. And I mean, I've partied with her a lot. And she parties with no drinking, no drugs. She is like, she's solid. Mm. And and if anybody knows any drug addicts, you, you know the fact that it's it's a hard road. This stuff, if you are in the entertainment industry, it is there in your face. It is there all the time at every single party you go to, at every single function. Definitely. And I think to be faced with that all the time and be so strong and and I love the way she portrays herself and she and how she dresses and how she takes photographs of herself and tells it like it is and the fact that she's doing her own comedy shows now because it's it's I know for comedians it's very difficult it's always nice to be on a lineup with a whole bunch of people but to have your own stand-up show on your own yeah. um, is incredible so she really is someone that I absolutely admire from coming from where she's been and where she is now and and she is just really such a beautiful human being and and I think that to me is is something so important is to stay as you are and stay true to yourself and not be think that you are more than you are mm. because at the end of the day we're all human beings and therefore yes there are the levels in terms of you think that celebrities are so much better and <clears throat> perhaps um just <sighs> I don't know, have this amazing lifestyle, but the reality is is that we all have difficulties yeah. and we're all going through stuff. And I just love the fact that Nina chats about it and she puts it out there and she talks about her hardships. And and it is so important because that connection that you have with that human being and realizing that, that we're all going through this is so important. Definitely. Um, you've for sure spoken very wise words throughout this whole interview um what is some of the best advice that you've ever received and that you will kind of keep with you for the rest of your life um i mean i can't i can't really think of like who said what um but being true to yourself is extremely important and and also being honest um I think that we find in this day and age we we have to try and put on a front, but the reality is is that being honest actually helps us um, through this life journey. 
And and I remember my mom always saying to me how you need to love yourself, and it's and it's something that I've instilled in especially my daughter because we as women have we're constantly faced with how we're supposed to look and how we're supposed to dress and and I think that we put so much pressure on ourselves where we should actually just be loving ourselves. I mean, I've realized I'm getting older. I've got a tummy from having children. Mm. I've got, I don't have like these beautiful bodies that are in magazines. And, but to embrace who you are and every wrinkle and every love handle and every bit of cellulite because it makes you who you are is is beyond important because we need to start loving ourselves to be able to love other people and and it, that is so important stop stop constantly thinking about how you need to look and how what your weight needs to be and all of that and just focus on being an incredibly beautiful kind person and and there's one one thing i mean i think i did um an interview a, a little while ago and someone asked me about like what is the biggest thing that you can tell people and and we live in a society of we live in a society where where people are asking us to do things and so and often we we feel like we can't say no but we also have to be like cognizant of our own self and how much you can take on um, but in saying no, and if you do it in a kind way, is really important. And that's one of the biggest things I've lived my life is to be kind. And and I think that being kind, you can still be firm in your kindness, and you can still say no in your kindness for certain things um, by knowing exactly who you are. But being kind and loving yourself is extremely important to me. And so that is how... That's like the biggest advice that I can give and the biggest advice I've received to pass on, say, to my daughter, which I think is really important. That That is so important, especially if you look at, like, the day and age we're living in where social media and, like, the perfect Instagram lifestyle is what you're constantly facing and seeing. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so ending off this absolutely amazing, inspiring interview, I have one last question for you. If you could go back in time, what would you tell 16-year-old Kath? Um, I would tell 16-year-old Kath to stop thinking about what other people think of her mm. and, and start from the beginning being um, true to myself and believing in who I know I should be. Um, I think we're very worried, especially when we're younger, about what other people think of us. Definitely. And I think that if I had started, because I started really doing that when I was older, like 24-ish, I, st I s started stopping thinking about what other people thought of me. And, and if I'd done that earlier, um, I think I would have been... An even more incredible woman because I, I do believe that that we as women are incredible, mm. and and I think that having started that earlier and not not worrying constantly about what other people think about you, that is the exact advice that I would give myself. 
That's amazing. Yeah, especially, you know, when you're 16, you are worried about what other people <gasps> think so much and you're a teenager and all those confusing things. Absolutely, totally. And and that influences us, influences how how we conduct ourselves and, and how we form opinions because we're possibly thinking like, I think this way, but a lot of other people don't. So therefore, I'm going to suppress how I'm feeling. But exactly. You need to you need to stand up for who what you believe in and who you are. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Catherine, for taking the time to chat with us today. Absolute pleasure. It was an absolute honor, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Further. Thank you so much, and and I really appreciate the fact that you that you thought that I was great enough to speak to on radio it's through women's month and and i am i'm very proud to be a woman and i'm very proud of what's happening in the industry